Hey everyone, welcome to the weekend. These shorter episodes are an opportunity to bring you some coaching tips, letters from listeners, maybe an epiphany or thought of the day. I've been asked recently a few questions about my property and how I invest and how I manage money. And so based on that feedback, I've put together a bit of a money mindset series for you over the next few bonus episodes. So stay tuned as I talk about how we invest, how we use money, and especially, and most importantly, money mindset. Some of the audio has been taken from live videos that I put out on my Property Investor Facebook group. Check out the link in the show notes. None of this is actually financial advice. It's really just my experience. I would always recommend getting financial advice or speaking to a property professional before investing your own money. Let's get into it. What to do when you're about to give up, how to keep going. And this is in the context of property investments, project management, business, pretty much anything in life as well. And I've just written four or five tips down to how I keep going when I actually really want to just give it all up because it's bloody hard sometimes. So uh, with property investment, when you go to all the courses and do all the online courses and so on and so forth, they talk to you like it's a linear, straight line to success. They, they suggest that you can make seven figures a year or six figures a month or whatever on property. And you know what? Some people probably do. But that is not the reality. The reality is most people who go on the courses and pay all the money aren't going to make six figures in the first year or even maybe the second year or third year or even the fourth year. It takes time to build your business. And when it comes to property investment, if you're just investing yourself or with your partner and you don't have people all around you who have a shitload of money and they're ready to invest with you, then you're starting with pretty much what you've got. And this is how we started. Uh, We're now up to well, by the end of this year, we'll have seven assets. And it wasn't easy to get to that. But the point is that many times during this last project in the UK, we were very much prepared to just give it up and go, oh, fuck it, just, let's just move on and just live a simple life. Why did we choose this complex life uh, of investment? Why did we bother? Because uh, when you hit a hurdle, you can't see a way around it, can't see a way over it, under it, through it until you, you take a step back and actually look at the bigger picture. When you hit a hurdle and you think, what did we do from here? This is completely out of the blue. Basically what happened, one of the many challenges on this last project was we had an expectation which was planted as a seed very early on in this project in that we knew what the outcome was going to be. When you start a project, you need to know what the outcome is going to be. So you know what money you're going to pull out, you know what the income is going to be, you know how you're going to sustain it, You've managed the upside and the downside, and the important that's a really important thing. And we'd planted a seed, and we'd sort of just gone along with it and trusted the person that had planted that seed. They planted the seed of this is what it will be worth when it comes out. And you know what? At the time he said that, it probably would have been the case. However, the six months to a year that it took for this project to go through, it's probably now about coming up for a year, the landscape shifted. So the expectation that we'd started with outcome value of the property we were uh, converting converting was going to be £180,000 as a commercial property. So in the UK, when you've got a commercial entity, you obviously, any commercial property, you get valued based on the hard asset, the building, uh, bricks and mortar, and also the income generation that can come from that property. So what we were expecting was a pretty good value on the bricks and mortar and a pretty good value on the income. 
But what happened in between that and us coming to refinance the property was the landscape changed and it ended up being uh, 40,000 less than expected. We'd already allocated, this is a mistake number one, we'd already allocated in our projects or where that money that was coming out was going to go. So this is all paying ourselves back for the conversion. The money had already been allocated. We already had a project that it was almost committed to, and we'd almost built that expectation in our mind of, of that that's where it was going to be. What did we do wrong there? Well, we took the guy's word for it, uh, and you know what? At the time, we'd done our due diligence. It all looked pretty good, but then we hadn't factored in that things can change pretty quick, especially in the UK, around the lending and the conservatism of the lending over there. So what do we do when this kind of stuff happens? Because at the time, we thought, oh, shit, we've caught ourselves out. We're going to be completely out of cash. We can't put it into this project. It's all going to fall over. Emotion blame self-worth has gone out the window so the first thing you do when you're hit with a hurdle like that is nothing do nothing just reflect let the emotion come in let everything go on feel what you feel let it happen but you do nothing you don't contact people you don't even talk about it just let it all set in for a short time and then you reassess your expectation we had an expectation of 180. Once we'd sort of seen what the landscape was and said, okay, well, it's actually going to be 140. What can we do with that? And we reassessed and realigned our expectation of that project. What we should have done at the beginning, this is something, a massive learning for any other projects we ever do, is looked at the outcome at 180, looked at it at 170, 160, 150, 140, all the way down as low as we could think. And then we would have known what to do in every scenario. So you do nothing to start with. Then you reassess your expectation. Think about what it is you need to do with a new expectation. And assess, if that's your new expectation, go another level down and assess that. So really looking at the downside at all levels. Also then speak to your team. The key thing is not to blame anyone because when you talk to your team, things, things have happened. You've relied on people. You've got to trust people. Let me tell you one thing I've learned from this, from the projects we've done. There is no one out there who will do the job that you want done to the level that you expect. Nobody will do it to the, the level and the quality that you expect, or at least to do that, to have a team around you who will do that. That team needs to be very close, very trustworthy, very reliable, and have a long-term relationship. So over time, yes, you can build that relationship. But in the early days, they're not going to do it to how you expect. Now, people do say, if you want something done, do it yourself. Well, I don't agree with that because I need a team who can do it for me. I want to be the dumbest guy in the team. So speak to your team, get their advice, and uh, move from there. And then finally, take responsibility. If you are the CEO of your life, if you're the CEO of your business, it's your business. No matter who has dropped the ball, if you're the person at the top making the decisions, it is always your responsibility and you should always, always take on that responsibility and don't blame. Always look at what the problem was, how can we fix it, how can we make sure it doesn't happen in the future. If things go to shit, do nothing. Reassess your expectations, speak to your team and then take responsibility. Perhaps not all in that order. Have a good day, have a great weekend, I'll post something else soon, I'll bring you some more detail about this project. Chat soon. Ciao. Don't forget to tune in midweek for our main interview and to let you know we have now launched Patreon, which is where you can contribute to charities whilst also supporting the podcast and its global impact. It's really easy to contribute. 
and you'll get some exclusive rewards. So please head over to themanbits.com forward slash reward. That's themanbits.com forward slash reward. Check out the video there and I'll see you all next week.